Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of the SportKite podcast. I'm your host, Nick O'Neill, founder of SportKite.org, and I wanted to thank you for tuning in and listening. This podcast is a part of the website SportKite.org, and it's a growing resource for SportKite flyers and enthusiasts. It is all volunteer-run and updated. So if you're interested in supporting the podcast, go to buymeacoffee.com SportKite. You can also find us on Facebook, and we'd love to hear what you think, whether you agree or disagree with what we're saying, or maybe you just want to add something. In this episode, I talk with Paul DeBacher about the importance of your feet and legs when it comes to sport kite flying. Whether you're interested in trick flying or just refining your control of the kite, your legs are oftentimes the most overlooked tool in your toolbox. So let's get started. All right, so let's have a conversation about something that I know is near and dear to your heart and was one of the very first things you taught me uh, when I started flying kites, and that's the importance of your feet and your legs <laughs> when you're kite flying. Um, yeah, what do you have anything to kind of add to that? Or what, why, why are feet and legs important for kite flying? Specifically, and, sport kite flying. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, sport kite flying, single line kite flying, right? You can you can stake something out, and and, and it will fly most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm more experienced in sport kite flying, so we're sort of limiting it to 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 that realm. Yeah. Um, and we're adding maybe a little bit of of interactive single line flying, um, indoors as well as outdoors in low wind situations. Um, feet. Speed control, I think, is the one word that. Uh, that comes to mind for that um, the, the first word anyway speed control if I use my legs they are longer than my arms and they will allow me to to quickly gain a lot of ground or lose a lot of ground and uh, what that does is I can neutralize wind that is there so if I'm slamming a kite a sport kite a dual line kite I'm not a quad flyer as you as you might know so we're talking. I'm talking mostly from a dual line kite perspective here. Mm-hmm. Um, if I using, if I'm slamming a kite in a stall in eight miles an hour wind, I'm gonna walk forward at pretty much that speed almost to maintain that stall much easier. Um, the immediate advantage that comes with that is that I don't need to use large arm movements I can I can use instead of shoulders and elbows I can use elbows and wrists and fingers or even wrists and fingers even in higher wind if I use my legs to compensate for the wind and that makes for a much more controlled situation I can hold my stall much longer and I have much more fine control over that stall same goes for a slide same goes in fact for pretty much everything um, and not just tricks a lot of people might not be ready for tricks yet it starts on day one um, if I want to fly a large say a large circle in the sky the angle that uh, the kite has in relation to the wind that's coming in is entirely different low to the ground as it is up in the sky mm-hmm. that means and another thing, when I'm flying, <laughs> when I'm flying up, 
Yeah. I'm flying against gravity. When I'm flying down, I'm flying with gravity. Mm -hmm. So typically, when you're flying up in that same big circle that we're using as an as an example right now, mm -hmm. when I'm flying up, I'll walk backwards to put just a little bit more wind in the sail. So it's pressurizing the sail by kind of pulling the kite. Creating more wind. Okay. Yes. As I'm getting up, so half a circle done, mm -hmm. I'm now in the top of the wind window and that there's there's less efficient wind into my kite because of the angle that the that the kite makes with the wind. The wind's direction and angle never changed, but the kite did. So the kite's getting a lot much less wind in its sail. Right. It's not and in so, the power zone anymore, right? Right. Pointing so, down. We're talking about nose down. Uh, no, I'm still going oh, okay. up. So right. Oh, okay, sorry. Starting from the beginning. Yeah. Then, <laughs> I'm going to make a circle starting from the center of the wind window counterclockwise so i'm going to go up and right or right and up okay so that first quadrant i'm moving away from the power zone but i'm still pretty much in it mm -hmm. um so i'm just taking a few step backwards because i'm going up so I'm, I'm, I'm countering i'm countering gravity with that that second quadrant I'm getting into a not so great angle with 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 the wind into my sail, so I'm needing to speed up a little bit. When I've completed my second quadrant, 180 degrees, half circle now. So now I'm at the top of the wind window, and instead of walking backwards, I'm going to walk forwards because gravity is aiding me right now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to walk a little bit forward on that third quadrant because I'm still in a crappy angle with the wind. Um, so I don't need to walk much forward because I'm still not getting efficient wind in the sail. And then finally, that fourth quadrant of that circle and coming full circle, I'm going to walk even more forward because and gravity is aiding me and I'm getting a better angle of the wind in the sail. So that's four different speeds or rather two different speeds in two different directions for four different scenarios that I'm, that I'm, that I'm walking. To get okay. that one circle in the sky at hopefully the same speed visually to my eyes, and that's that's the simplest example. Uh, it gets a little bit more complex when you're going through, say, an octagon or another rather complex figure. So, speed control and 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 and, and walking, or sometimes even running forward uh, or backwards for that matter, is 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 crucial to showing control of a kite and and being in control of a kite and again it allows you to not flail your arms keep your arms where they belong and and use your hands your wrists your elbows even um to to make controlled steering inputs so legs for the gross motor movements and your upper body for the fine motor movements my far extremities yeah the farther my extremities, the better I can I can use fine motor movement, right? Mm -hmm. Shoulder is still a big movement. Elbow is already a little bit smaller. Wrist is getting subtle and fingers are very, very subtle. Very, very fine. So for someone who is like an absolute beginner, um, just to kind of pull a little bit more information out on, on the term speed control. I know it sounds kind of obvious, but... Uh, Speed control is something that really 
when you start playing around with slowing down the movements, you are in general more in control of the kite, right? It's really easy to get out there and just pull one line really, really hard and the kite flips around a whole bunch in, in a little tight circle. But what you're getting at is, okay, so what if I want to slow that down in the tight circle? Or if I want to make this circle bigger at that speed or even a slower speed? That's the speed control you're referencing. That is right what I'm, refer okay. I'm re referencing. Um, in, 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 the, in the example of the circle, mm -hmm. a constant speed throughout the circle. Now, if you're flying to, say, music, uh, that works the same way. If the music is faster, you can you can use that speed control to make the kite go faster. You can use that speed control to make the kite go slower without really having to do much. It is a very dynamic element of a choreography and it comes very cheap. It is very easy to accomplish. It's also very easy to overlook, it seems like. Uh, yes. But that's why this is so big <laughs> to realize that that it's yeah. it is not that difficult and it has a huge impact on your flying. So if if say I were to uh, be stationary and I'm trying to fly say that counterclockwise circle around the the whole space of the wind window, so I'm trying to do a really really big uh, circle. What I'm going to see is probably changes in speed because of the changes of the pressure loading into the kite. And then the steps that we're talking about. And gravity. Right. The steps in the gravity that you were talking about, uh, that's where it really makes it so you don't see those speed changes. Correct. Or there are no speed changes you're because now you are compensating. Yes, you're compensating okay. for gravity, you're compensating for an increasing or decreasing angle of the wind mm -hmm. in the sail, increasing or decreasing optimal angle of the wind uh, into the sail. Um, it's a compensation method, okay. one. And then it becomes uh, something to play with when you're, mm -hmm. when you're, when you're adding a choreography, music to, to the to the mix and uh, that's two and three it can simply be a, a saving grace when you're out of wind or having too much wind <laughs> yes right if I uh, run a standard kite in 10 miles an hour wind I'm probably especially if I'm running tricks and uh, freestyle moves I'm going to probably move forward for a lot of those moves um, if I'm running out of wind, if the wind is, is, is nearing the bottom, bottom end of my, of my wind range on my kite, I'm probably going to find myself having to walk backwards. Okay. Which it, makes sense when you start doing like indoor flying and stuff is that... Uh, that's the ultimate culmination, right? Right. It you're walking a, backwards in some fashion. You're always walking backwards, right. essentially. You're always creating your own wind. Okay. Um, it's a little bit... It's, That's a it, little different it, in higher it, it level is absolutely flying. absolutely a little bit different <laughs> because there it's obvious you have to walk backwards, and I'm doing air quotations right now. Um, you're not you're running circles basically, or walking mm -hmm. circles basically, because you're you're flying in that in that in that dome. The wind window is 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 not a part of a dome. It's it it, a, it is a dome. It, it is, is a, a dome. Hemisphere. We just only fly in half the dome. <laughs> No? When there's wind flying, we can't really fly behind us. Oh, you mean outside? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, but when we go inside, we now have the Fly the, the full, entire dome. We yep. have the dome. The entire hemisphere. 
So, uh, speaking of inside, it reminds me kind of of uh, a story of this is back when we first got together. Oh my goodness! So I know. <laughs> um, and you gifted me a single line kite of of your design and. I got to flying it and it was beautiful. It was wonderful. And you suggested something to me because I was having problems when the kite was going directly away from me. Now, granted, this is, this is single line flying uh, or single line performance flying glider flying. So it's not quite the same as dual line flying or quad line flying, but there's a lot of the same characteristics. Uh, so the kite was going away from me and I was having a really hard time getting it to turn and come back. And you kept telling me to sidestep. I did. And yelling. even. You if did. I you <laughs> like yelling really loud at me to sidestep, sidestep. And I'm just like, dude, I am. <laughs> and at some point you told me to look down at my feet. He said, sidestep. And I looked down and I was taking like, maybe a three inch step to the side yeah probably was a little bit more uh yeah yeah. so essentially of course that kite was was gliding away from you in mm -hmm. a straight line Mm -hmm. and you wanted to turn if you pull on it all you're going to do is you're going to pull the nose down and it goes right into the the ground ground. exactly (laughs) but if you make a side step you're now creating an angle in relation to the kite and and you can you can turn it around its axis the larger you are able to make that sidestep, the bigger that angle is, the easier, the more leverage you've got essentially to turn that kite around. Right, which kind of brings up the question of when we're talking about gaining ground or giving ground and taking steps, um, I I know I've I've seen you in instructing a handful of folks or when we're talking to folks and and giving feedback online, this is something that comes up. when we're talking about steps, we're talking like big steps, not little shuffle six inch steps. Um, In general, we're talking like. Yeah, no, there you're, you're stepping from one plank over a gap to the next yes. plank, right? You, you don't want to, you want some footage yes, between your feet. Absolutely. We're talking steps. We're talking big steps forward, big steps backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the case of in- indoor, it could be steps sideways. Right. In case of running through a side slide, you could be doing steps sideways. Now, I remember <laughs> many, 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 many years ago, decades almost at this point, uh, doing competition walking sideways in in a competition with judges behind you was was considered artificially enlarging your wind window therefore you would get point deductions for that (laughs) (laughs) but it works yeah so you use that trick for either less experienced judges Mm -hmm. and they can see an endless side slide where you're fully in control by walking sideways as well as as (laughs) controlling your hand because again, the side slide gets complicated, right? You're standing in you're standing in the in the middle of the kite's pivoting around you, so it gets perpetually different wind as the angle of the of the wind in the kite changes. Now, if you sidestep with your kite, Everything that that stays angle constant. stays the same. It's much easier for a side slide. So hey, if the judges don't pay enough attention to that, I'm stepping sideways during my side slide, and it's endless. Um, but it becomes a really good performance trick, basically. 
nobody cares on a, on a demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's difficult what's easier it's just about what looks good so yeah uh, sidestep on your side slide makes life easier <laughs> sidesteps yeah but uh, so when when we're gaining ground or when we're giving ground or when we're taking these steps uh, how much of so I know there's going to be a little bit of variation on how much you do uh, does that depend on the kite does that depend on the wind uh depends primarily on wind depends okay secondarily on 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 the kite configuration so what is that kite in that mm-hmm. given wind are we talking about a standard in in a low wind for its wind range are we talking about a standard in it in the center of its wind range and then finally it is about um, the kite itself, right? Different kites will require different inputs, and some kites will require a slightly heavier hand. Some kites will require a, a, a less heavy hand. That so, is, uh, it's kind of frustrating because it's, it's it's one of those where it's like you know it when you feel it, but you have to do it to feel it. Yep. <laughs> so something nobody wants to hear. Right. So the suggestion is that whatever kite you're flying is to go out there and say try some basic things like if the kite is heading towards the ground run towards it and see how much that changes it walk towards right? it right right oh, okay yeah first we will see if we need to <laughs> exaggerated run. We walks we don't want to we don't want to exert any more energy than we need to and then um you know when the when the kite is facing upwards take steps backwards and and start to get the feeling and we're, we're talking again about sport kites of course sport kites, yeah in my yeah. case dual line sport kites um, yes so that that way you start to get kind of the feeling of how things change yep. and then you can always push it too far or dial it back and kind of feel where and and to take that, that into is. a competition or or a demonstration uh uh realm again mm-hmm. you're typically in a, in a in a restricted area right you're in a, in a 300, 300, 300 feet yeah. uh, square mm-hmm. so you had better not have music that you fly to that is always pump 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 up high speed <laughs> because all you're going to do is, is is walk backwards and run yeah. out of field literally so you want to find that mix of where you can quiet moments and, slow. and walk forward so you do two things with that you you make the kite fly a lot slower Mm-hmm. in sync with those slow moments in the music and you gain yourself the ground back that you've that you've uh, that you've taken in the faster parts of the music and then uh i'd be remiss if if kind of didn't touch on on this part is that uh the next evolution of gaining ground and giving ground is into tricks that there is a lot of the freestyle tricks and slackline tricks that uh, it's often overlooked that the execution of it starts from the feet. Like you have to, you have to take a big step. Not not all of them, but like I, I think of a profile photo you've had up for a while as your profile photo. I'm too lazy to change them. Yeah, <laughs> you are. You're lunging forward yep. really far. But I don't could, know what that trick was, but I'm sure it's a 540. It yeah. looks to me like like it's a 540 flat spin. Okay, because you're you're also you can see you're using the levers and mechanics of within your arms and your wrist to to complete the trick. But you needed to create this quick dump of wind Correct. from the sail to make that happen. It is like boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, a boxing punch is not from the fist, it's not from the arm, it's not from the shoulder, it's not even from the hip. It starts in the ball of your foot. 
and then it tornadoes its way up into a rotation to culminate at, at the end of a fist and delivers maximum power with the least amount of, of energy wasted. Um, and it's the same way uh, with performing indeed many tricks. Uh, a rotational trick over, say, like a backspin type thing or, or a Jacob's Ladder type thing, it will be the easiest to do it and the easiest to control it when it's doing it in no wind for the kite. Now, if there's five mile an hour wind, that means that I gotta walk forward five mile an hour. And that means that the kite can do it in no wind. And I can make those 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 multiple rotations and that long combo of rotations, and I can make it as long as I want to. Uh, I can make that easy. Mm -hmm. I can do it with finger inputs um, rather than because if I go to elbows or shoulders uh, for the input, it's always more sloppy, and I don't like sloppy. I want my my rotations to be all in the same spot. I want them to happen at x height and and y width kind of thing. Yeah, all at the same at the same spot. I don't want the kite to, to slide clean. sideways. I don't want yeah. the kite to go up or down. And and I achieve that by compensating for the wind with my legs. Okay. So I, I know a lot of folks are struggling with uh, tricks that they've been working on. Um, is this something you would suggest that maybe that's the first thing that they look at? Is like, what, what are you doing with the lower half of your body? Before we even talk about like how the pattern of your, your actions. Speed control is huge. I, 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 I'm not I mean, sure it, it where really to put feels it in, like a in, fundamental in, yes it is absolutely block. a fundamental building block it okay. needs to be worked on immediately right along with landings and yes. launches yes it, you should pretty much and, straight and, away and it's go part of that right yeah. a, a landing is made so much easier if you are walking forward unless you're, you're crash steer, landing you stir your kite <laughs> to the edge of the wind window yeah. so you're getting that yeah. the, the uh, the speed is dropping because mm -hmm. the kite is not in an, in an ideal angle to the wind again. Mm -hmm. Now, if you add to that a couple of steps forward, it just you, drops out of it the, just drops out of the sky. You just kill the wind completely. Yeah, that's I know that's definitely something I've been working on and trying to get a better feel of, and not be afraid of taking bigger steps. And it's the same. If you actually don't want to land, but you're going to the outside of the wind window, mm -hmm. walk backwards. Create more wind to compensate for that that less efficient angle that the kite is in right now. Or change your your relationship and pivot. Like you were saying with the side slide is is pivot yeah. to, is move sideways. The side slide is, is is slow enough to where to where I can I can help it out by walking with it. Mm -hmm. But if you're if you're flying a dual line sport kite and you're flying to the edge of the wind window, you're not really going to help it much by moving sideways. Right. It's it's not gonna gonna do that much. No, but it may change. But walking forwards and backwards to create right. more wind or less wind. Uh, you're gonna land, so create less wind, walk forward, or you want to really fly and uh, walk backwards to, to keep the pressure in that sail. All right. Well, anything else you wanna add on on using your feet and your legs and yeah, I've walking? Yeah, I got an acronym for that. <laughs> I always mix this one up. <laughs> because that's the other thing I'm always yelling next to sidestep, right? <laughs> ABW. And that is? Always be walking. Always be walking. 
Yep. Yeah, don't be stationary. It is, it is, for multiple reasons that we covered, it's just not a good thing. Yep. Not for dual line sport kites. Yeah, especially dual line sport kites is an active. Absolutely. You're always moving forward. You're always moving in a circle, basically. Uh, Forward, backward, sideways, or a Mm -hmm. combination of of, of the two. ABW. Always be walking. Always be walking. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sport Kite Podcast. We hope to be bringing you something new every week. We would love to take your questions and bring them to the crew to discuss in one of the future episodes. So if you have a question, why not send it on over to us at info at sportkite.org. And yeah, maybe we'll get to it in the next episode. Also, if you have feedback or if you want to share a story, feel free to drop us a line. We would love to hear from you. Well, till next time, let's go out and uh, fly some sport kites. And remember... Always be walking.